here we are back on episode 39 of what Mid- is this <laughs> i can't even let you keep going <laughs> you get through the, the episode title okay no come on. try again here we are no nope, on- try again <laughs> third time's a charm here we are Back on episode 39 of Nerd Pastiche. I should not have taken a sip of my drink when you started that. I almost snorted hot tea straight out my nose. Oh, good. That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, we are on episode 38. 39. That is true. 30. Are we on 39? We You're are. right. We are on 39. That's right. <gasps> wow. In the immortal words of Mrs. Theme song, I came to play. We've come so far. We certainly have. We certainly have. Again, we're going to have to have some year anniversary extravaganza. Oh, God. I don't know what that would be. I don't know either. Yeah, but, you know, hey, let future us worry about that. That sounds good. That sounds good. All right. That's where let's be in the here and now. Okay. All right. Well, again, loyal listeners and new new people, we are here on episode 39 of Nerd Pastiche. Mm -hmm. I am your co-host, Darian. And I'm your other co-host, Brittany. Very good. All right. So for all you new, <laughs> yes, we, we were able to, right, we, we, we were able to, to to say our names. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all good you start. new people out there, you know, this is how we do things. We engage in some nonsense. We talk about how we nerded since the last time we spoke with one another, or rather, had an episode. We give a recommendation, and we are going to have our main event of the evening, which, as we are in March, March, we are going to be doing our continuation of our March Madness tournament. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to ask you, Brittany. It I, again, you've been busy. I've been busy. I don't. I haven't talked to you at least prior it's to today. But I know it seems odd. It has been a few days. It's been a little crazy over here. Yes, exactly. exactly. All around the world. It well, yeah, yeah. Then now and always. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell me how it is that you nerded this week? Because I I'm wondering with all of this craziness, what were you able to to fit in? Absolutely. So uh, Alex and I, Alex had already started watching it, and then I was looking for something new to watch because we finished season two of One Punch One Man. Punch Man. <laughs> so we were like, all right, so what are we going to, what's another like 30 minute thing we can watch in the mornings? And we, well, like 20 minute thing that we can watch in the mornings between when we get back from dropping off my daughter and when we both have to go to work. So he had been watching My Hero Academia. Oh my God. I had not. So within the last week, I've been working from home. I worked from home the first two days of the week. And I basically binged that to the point that he was at. So now we're both caught up with one another. We're about halfway through season two, or I would say maybe three quarters of the way through season two. But now it's going to go a lot slower again. Like it's going to go back to the, we watch an episode in the morning and then hopefully some evenings that are kind of quiet. We can watch another couple episodes in the evenings as well. But that has been like the big new addition. I did finally finish Pat Rothfuss's book. Well, the second of the King Killer Chronicles, uh, which was quite lovely. And then like devoured his little novella about Ari, which was amazing too. But the big thing that I think is going to be kind of a recurring thing for me right now is we have started My Hero Academia. It is quite lovely. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. 
that's probably those two things have been like the biggest things I've done since we last spoke. All right. I got to be honest. I'm I'm nervous because I, I see My Hero Academia out there everywhere. Mm-hmm. A uh, a young chap once told me that like, hey, you need to watch this, blah, blah, blah. If you like these anime, then you'll like this. I, I'm I'm terrified to start this Why? because because I know what's probably going to happen. I'm going to like it. Oh, yeah. It's very good. The first, I will say this, Alex had me start watching it with him. And again, this is like whenever we're watching it together, we get to watch one episode in the mornings. The first episode, a lot sadder than I think he remembered. (laughs) So I was just like, why the fuck are you trying to make me cry before work? Thanks, babe. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) But, you know, it's like the hero origin aspect of things where there's some sadness. and But he's going to overcome it and be better for it and all those sorts of things. So... There's there's that. But then realizing that he was already in season two, he left for work and then I binged the crap out of it for like the next four hours. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I mean, I reckon it's it's got a good dub, which is so it feels blasphemous to say because we usually watch our animes with subtitles. Absolutely. But the dub is actually quite nice. The voices are very good. The subtitles match, like you can tell they're pretty much saying it's it's a surprisingly good dub. Like you can't really tell that they're not, that it wasn't originally written in English, which is exciting. But the characters are absolutely delightful. The storyline just keeps getting better. I'm, I'm here for it. The, the character, you know, me, I'm a character driven person. If they're, Mm. if the characters are interesting, I am going to jump on board and I'm going to stay on board as long as the interesting character is still there. And this is literally an entire classroom full of interesting characters that I just have fallen in love with. So it's awesome. it's quite good. Okay. Highly suggest you should totally give in to your <laughs> to your instincts and watch it. Yeah, well, I, I do need to find something else because to replace, you know, uh, this will lead me into I guess what I did. I finally finished the main thing I did was finish community. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So you made it through to and through the D&D episode. I, I did, did both of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it uh that show it, f- finishing it, you know, I didn't want it to end, but I I knew it had to. Yeah. It for me that that's that's in my top 10 all time. It's it's definitely a really great show. Absolutely. I, I need to do a rewatch. Oh yeah, that's definitely one I would do. And then the the additions of of Keith David and and Paige Brewster at the end, I said, okay. I, I was like, okay, how's this gonna work? And it 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 worked. It just it every it works on every level. It's just I'm just astonished at how much I enjoyed it, how much I laughed out loud. You know, the character development, or actually, yeah. sometimes it lack thereof. At oh the yeah, same abs- time. slight regression in some points. <laughs> Absolutely, and the. One of my favorite moments, I'll say this, is um, the the timelines episode and that dance that Britta does when the pizza comes. Oh, yes. You texted <laughs> about that. I, I, yes, I said, damn it. Like, now I wanted to go get pizza just because of that. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and then the, the paintball, the, the, they took the paintball to a whole other level. It's just, man. So that was that was how I nerded. I finished that off. And like I said, I still got to go ahead and just buy a copy of it. So I have it because streaming be damned at the end of the day. That's true. That's right. You people on your Internet. 
Yeah, I mean, I like the internet. It's going to come back and bite you in the butt. Probably, but for right now, it's fine. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Let future us worry about that. Exactly. That's that's what I'm living in. Like that's my life right now. Is let that be future Britney's issue. Yes. Yes. And you know, right that's... now, I'm I'm learning about mindfulness, Darian. Ah, yes, I'm familiar with the term. Living in the here and now, yeah. not being so anxiety ridden about the things that I cannot change in the past and the things that I cannot influence in the future. That is a fair and that is a healthy way about going about life. Yeah. So that yeah. is future Britney's issue. If that ever comes to pass, which there's no guarantee it will. Well, so I am living here and I am loving my Wi-Fi. <laughs> that's right. You know, and, and you know, reading from the reading from the book of Dilly Gaff is is mm-hmm. is very wise. That's true. That's true. For those of you that don't know what Dilly Gaff is, look it up. I was just going to ask, like, I don't know that that's something you can look up on the internet. Is that something that you are willing to share? Yeah, Dilly Gaff is on the internet. It It is? Yeah, absolutely. I wonder, and I'm looking it up. Of course you are. Only one F. I know. <laughs> I'm not yes. an idiot. I, well, I, you never you never know. Nobody said, you, you, people can assume that there are multiple Fs. Who knows? But yes, the book of Dilly Gaff, it is a glorious book that I have come to know and love. And I have known and loved it for quite some time. No, it's two L's. I said one F. Oh, I was just going to say, what are you talking about? There's two L's. See, that's what, see you're shouting again, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is on the internet. Never mind. There we go. Your listeners, look it up on the internet and it'll tell you. <laughs> so, okay, so... Now that you questioned me already, but before we've even gotten in, I know it's okay. It's fine. It's what we do. Okay, so why don't you give a recommendation? Um. Okay. So if you haven't watched My Hero Academia, watch that. If you haven't read uh, Patrick Rothfuss's uh, King Killer Chronicles, start reading them. It'll take you a year to get through them because they're both so long. But definitely do it. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. I'm going to I'm going to make my life easy and just say that the two things that I finished this or I started slash finished this week. Just go do them. I it, just trust me. You'll your life will be better for it. I respect that. I respect Everyone that. loves a good anime. Everyone loves a good it, like if you're looking for like a top notch fantasy novel, not like high fantasy Lord of the Rings, but like real people just in a fantasy land where there is like science is magic. Like just fucking do it. So good. Okay. All right. Pat Rothfuss, by the way, in case you forgot, is the one that I would nest in his beard. I am. I am. Trust me. I have not forgotten. Neither have I. (laughs) That's just a. I will never forget. I don't want to even have in my brain, but it's there. (laughs) I still want that fan art. One day. I just want to be resting upon his little beard. Oh, jeez. One day. One day. One day. Monday. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, what so about for, you? What do you recommend? Well, my recommendation is going to be actually a horror film. That's mm. not really scary, at least by my standards. It's called Deadly Manor. It's from 1990. It's really simple. It's your classic tale. Group of teenagers going on a, you know, going on a trip end up in in some deserted mansion because they're taking refuge from the the upcoming storm and because they don't want to drive a couple more hours to what's supposed to be their destination. Okay. 
So they go off the beaten path to this deserted mansion. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I think this movie has the most, this might win an award or there might be a record in terms of the amount of you are going to die a brutal death warnings associated with this film. It, I just, it's astounding how many there are. And yet they still decide to stay in the house. So they come up, I'll just tell you a couple. They come up to the, the property, all right? There's a wrecked car that is a monument or a shrine. Okay. Okay. There's a window that magically, that, that quote unquote magically closes. One character hears this, but then the two characters that are closest to the house don't hear it. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. How? I don't know. I don't- Okay. There's, there's okay. a, there's, so there's, there's some, there's some holes in the story. Yes. Cause I am 99% certain that the main, one of the main characters, Helen, the, that her, that heard this, this window slam, there were two characters behind her. I said, okay, how does that work? Or, you know, one character goes up into a bedroom and sees a photo album full of dead bodies and they still <laughs> decide to stay there. And he actually, <laughs> you know, takes a nap in the bed. Okay. You know, so, you know, the newspaper that's in There's the house. There's some signs that tell you maybe you should turn around. <laughs> the newspaper that's in the house from the day before. Oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is not the right place for you. Yeah. Maybe so, you should exit promptly. Yeah. So I just laughed the big giant crack that's in the, in the wall. Mm. You know, so I just, it, it is a laugh fest. I, I just, I just, I was just. <laughs> Just laughing the entire time because this is just so absurd. Was it better or worse than Lamageddon? Well, look, Lamageddon is 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 just a masterclass in filmmaking. Okay. What about the couch that ate people? Oh, killers! That wasn't even a sofa. <laughs> it was a damn recliner. I, it was. <laughs> you, There's so many of the horror films that I see you watch that I just go, wait, one, how did this get made? Two. How did Darian find it? <laughs> Three, was it good? <laughs> Usually well, the answer is no, but yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can bet you, the more than likely the answer is no. You know, uh, I'll say this, the the most beautiful and the ugliest question a horror fan can ask is, how bad can it be? Mm, <laughs> because you could find a gem. You never know. Or you could find something that makes you question what you're doing with your life. Just go into everything with low expectations. That's that's ex- exactly exactly, <laughs> and then that's see that's how you appreciate things so much more. It's a good life lesson. Yeah, I mean that, especially in the film realm, that's how you appreciate film so much more. Yeah, but yeah, so that's my recommendation: Deadly Manor, and it's on with the app that I'm trying to get you to use, Tubi. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But they have, okay. But there's so many other good things on Tubi. Okay. You might find something you like. I'm just saying. I mean, I have a lot of other things that I use. Okay. It's free, though. Okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> free 99. <laughs> For now. <laughs> it's it's a look, all right? It's going to be free. Uh, you know what's going to, this is the last thing before we get to our main event. You know what's going to happen, right? And I've been saying this for years, is that everybody's going to come back to cable because they're going to sit there and they got 8 million streaming services. Yeah. I, I have t- I have two already. Well, see, that's why you have to have family members that you actually get along well with. So yeah. then everybody divvies out who pays for what. 
Yeah, but see, my family is siphoning off of me. <laughs> ah, yeah. See, no, 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 no. You gotta, you gotta share that wealth around. Yeah, if it's not for me, you know, well, they use it more than I do. Well, that's on you, not on them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, that's yeah, my fault. Fair enough. Anyway, moving on before you know these streaming services shut them all down anyway, and everybody has to get their own account. We are ready for our main event of the evening as we continue on in our journey to crown the first ever nerd pastiche champion. Yes, that will soon that will be our mascot. Or sponsor or character sponsor, whatever. It's gonna be our Dep- mascot. Well, it depends on who the character is, right? Some people are mascots, would be classified would qualify as mascots, and others I think are they all should be our mascot. Oh, all of these. All of these people that are remaining could be our mascot. Okay, well, we'll just use the word mascot. We'll work mm-hmm. on that. That's what we're using. All right, so we have... Re- I'm getting mascots into ma- March Madness, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Clearly, I know. <laughs> so we have properly... We, we're back. We are properly seated. We are in our Sweet 16. Uh, the yes. mashups are the way that they are supposed to be, as they would be in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. So for just as a recap, our Sweet 16... Well. Our Sweet 16 on my side of the board, we have Starscream that is advanced, the number one seed. We have mm-hmm. the Black Manta that is advanced, the number nine, Melinda May, number five, Luke Cage, four, Wesker, three, or 11, Moonstone, three, Storm, number seven, and Vegeta, number two. And you have the Mind Flayery is your number one. Yep. Tifa is your number nine. Ruby Rose is your number five. Mm-hmm. Rogue, aka Sugar, is your oh. <laughs> is your <laughs> my gut instinct was to just be like fuck you, but I, I know that's it. why I did it. I know. <laughs> oh gosh, Sil- Sylvanas Windrunner is your number six. Correct. Kirby is your number three. <laughs> okay, I was making sure. Okay, like, you just kind of went silent. I was like, that is correct. You said yes. it properly. Good job. Very, very good. Thank you for the validation. <laughs> your number ten is Waluigi. Yes. That lanky bastard. It and is. your number two is Saitama. <laughs> okay, so I believe I've got the I've... two fucking idiots against one another. Yeah, this is going to be fascinating. So, all right. So I think I went first last time. So we will start with you. So you've got a one nine matchup. So this is interesting because you've mm-hmm. got your number one seed and you've got someone who is near and dear to your it's lock true. heart. It's true. It's true. Aww. Okay. You just skipped over what I did there. No, I said, all. okay. Thank you again for your validation. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm not used to having to give you that validation. I think something's <laughs> wrong with you. You just didn't want to tell me before we started recording. That's probably um, <laughs> since I've been up since <laughs> about 12, about midnight. Darian, do we need to have another conversation about like you set the batteries at like <laughs> roughly back level and then you pop them and you fall backwards onto new ones. Like that's how that works. Or we can just get you a USB charger. Oh, wow. That would be an upgrade. Like, I, I think that's that's our next step. We get your USB charger and we go from there. All right, very good. As long as <laughs> as long as it's not solar power, when will people learn? So your your one nine matchup. So let's talk. So Mind Flayer versus Tifa Lockhart. What do we have here? Okay, so here's the issue. Oh, obviously, Tifa is. I mean, she's Tifa. I know. She is not only 
a hardcore badass, like fighter, like hand-to-hand combat fighter. Wonderful, gorgeous. But I love her. I just love her. Like that's all there is to it. Um, but the mind flare. <laughs> yeah. Like the mind flare plays dirty. Like it gets into you when you least expect it and you have zero control over your functions. It slowly starts to take over your body after it has completely, it like erases your brain basically. And you become a part of the hive mind. And Tifa is incredibly strong physically, but in that sort of like psychological aspect, the mind flayer could totally have her. Now, the only thing is, is if the mind flayer was coming out her and she saw it coming first, it would have to fight hard to get to her. Um, so like in a fight, right? it's going to come down to timing. And more than likely, the mind flayer would win eventually just because Tifa's going to run out of stamina. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> Before the mind flayer will. Yeah, this is really um, a squash. I mean, so as far as that's as far as like the fight aspect is concerned, yeah, there's no there's no turning back. Mind Flayer is going to win this one. Um, but as far as like who like which character means more, because you've got like these soft rules for us to be working off of. Yeah, it's like more people probably know of Tifa. Uh, well, I don't that's know that that's a, true now because yeah. of Stranger Things. Yeah. Stranger Things has come along and really kind of heightened. They might not know that it's called the Mind Flayer, but if someone was like, oh, yeah, it's the the creature from season three of Stranger Things, everyone's going to know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I, I know people that they are not sci-fi fantasy people at all, and they watch this show. They consume that show. Yeah. And they would know that if I they would if recognize I, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even yeah. though Tifa's got, you know, what uh 20 years on. Oh, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, well, actually, no. I don't you're, think so. No, you're yeah, you're right. You're right. Excuse me. So yeah, yeah, because I mean the, the mind flare from you know the whole Stranger Things deal. I mean, obviously that's that's source material for um, you know, you know what. I'm waving my hand. I'm I'm gonna let you keep waving your hand. What the D D, right? Well, yes, it is D&D. Exactly. So is it, yes. thank you. There we go. Okay, there we go. It took me forever to get back there. So, so <laughs> I, I was mean, just going to see what happened. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yes, very good. So Sometimes I like to watch from the shore and decide, like, are you waving or are you drowning? <laughs> I don't really know, but I'm going to stand here and I'm going to watch and I'll wave back. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I can't even be upset with that because I would do less than that. So, (laughs) so yeah, I mean, that's the problem. I mean, Tifa, you know, didn't really come up, didn't, not really, she didn't come up on the scene until 1997. Yeah. So you got all that. I mean, the game itself is much longer or much older. And I'm pretty sure the mind flayer, actually, let me turn to my D&D expert for a moment. How 80, how sorry. early was Mind Flayer brought in? Mind Flayer is first edition. It was first the edition. There you so go. Let me do a quick Google. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was first edition or it would have it would have had to have been first or second. Well, I mean that's still before 1997. So publication history 1974. 74. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 I think Mind Flayer takes it. Yeah, it's too much. It to hurts overcome. my heart, but yes. Yeah, it, I was, think. it was pre like. 
Advanced, yeah, it's the first. I was gonna say because it was it was advanced or pre or before advanced yeah, D&D came the, out. It's the first, the like, yeah. very first edition of Dungeons. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Mind player takes it. History says mind player takes it. Too much. To, <laughs> yeah. Too much to overcome. Exactly. Yes. She Valiant she was effort. overwhelmed. Valiant. She had all the materia in all the right places, but she just got overwhelmed. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's that damn cactar materia. Didn't do oh, shit. That, oh my that little. <laughs> That little bastard. <laughs> God, I think I used that thing one, maybe two times in uh in the remake. Uh, yeah. At 10,000 needles. Get out of my life. All right. So, all right. So, like I said, Mind Flayer takes it. Moving on to the Elite Eight. All right. So, my one nine is Starscream versus the Black Manta. Yeah. How you, I mean, it seems pretty cut and dry to me, but, it, you know. It is. I, I, as much as I love the Black Manta, and like I said before, I don't think there, personally, I don't think there's a lot that the Black Manta can't handle. But the problem that we have here is that Starscream has an indestructible spark. Okay, That's so true. you can destroy his body, and that doesn't mean crap, because he can come back and he can find his way back. And the only other problem I have is, is that, you know, again, the Black Manta, I mean, at the end of the day, he is He's just a man. I mean, yeah. And then you've got a machine. And it's not like traditionally, in, in traditional media, in traditional uh, Transformers, that, you know, regular Earth-based weapons can destroy a Transformer. Now, of course, you've got the Bayverse Abomination. You've got, <laughs> you know, IDW, where there's some, where humans have actually had some ability to, to stop transformers and then transformers prime as well but collectively overall not they don't they don't really do much so that's another reason and starscream what he means to me is just that i mean it's it's, it's starscream he's one yeah. of the holy he's he's one of the holy trinity of of he's star he's decepticon royalty and then when I you mean, look at i've i've made my my thoughts on the whole like robots in disguise thing no nah, nah, nah. but uh yeah i yeah. i think I think this is pretty, pretty cut and dry on this one. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now here. Okay. So Starscream, my number one is going to go to the elite eight. We're crushing mm-hmm. it. Yep. Okay. Now here we go. Oh dear. Your four, four, your number four overall versus your number five overall. Yeah. And this is, this is actually an interesting matchup. Yes. Um, Rogue is your number four and Ruby yep. Rose from Ruby mm-hmm. is your number five. Correct. Okay. I mean, at this point, I think I know which way it's going to go. So, because all it needs to happen, Rogue just has to lay a hand. Yeah. Like, if it comes down to it, Rogue just has to lay a hand. Um, And she would be able to steal the one thing that Ruby has over her, which is the silver eye power. Um, So, if she were to just lay a hand on her, she could easily, like, she because of the way that semblances and that particular power of hers works in the universe, I think it would be something that she would be able to lay a hand and take. And that would put her in, it it would tip the balance towards rogue. Now, does, does it change anything? I know that you didn't include them in there, but just, just out of curiosity, would this have changed if Ruby had her whole team? Does that change anything? Yes. Mm, okay. If Ruby had her whole team against Rogue, Rogue would be overwhelmed. Oh. I, I guarantee it because the four of them together 
work in such tandem without having to speak. Ah. And unless you could, it, and it's not something where like they're telepathic. So if she like tapped one of them, she'd seek into like whatever it is that's making them all work the way that they are. But they all are so close and have learned to fight as a team. And that dynamic is something that she wouldn't be able to, I don't, I don't think she would be able to overcome them just by herself. Even no, if she was, just picked up a tree out of the ground and just <laughs> swatted them. Like oh, that. absolutely not. I mean, if you, I should, I will, I will have to send you some of the fights that these girls have taken on. But I, if it was the whole team Ruby, if you had Ruby, Weiss, Blake, and Yang against Rogue, team Ruby would take it in a heartbeat. But since it's just, it's just Ruby versus Rogue, I think Rogue would be able to tip the scales. And if you think about it in the other, the other things that you've mentioned as well as things to kind of take into account, X-Men is a much bigger franchise. Uh, yeah. Rogue is a character that if you've heard of the X-Men, you've heard of Rogue. Unfortunately, there's a whole generation of people that have heard of the wrong rogue, but they have heard of a rogue, <laughs> um, which, God, that doesn't, it makes me want to kind of take her down because <laughs> it's not the right rogue that most people know right now. It's okay. But with that said, the franchise is definitely a little bit bigger. And, and like I said, if it's, if it's just one V one, I think rogue has to take it. Yeah. Okay. It would be tight. It would be tight. But I think Rogue would have to take it. Rogue for the win. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> as soon wanna... as I saw, as soon as you sent this, it and I looked at your matchups. This was the one that I, I well, no, this one and then your last one are the two that I'm the most interested in. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Have fun. I don't, don't want to do this. Okay. So my number four is the hero for hire, the defender, the former Thunderbolt leader, Luke Cage, against the cavalry, Melinda May. I don't want to do this. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, oh, oh, geez. Okay. So Good luck. If, <laughs> okay. If I, if I start with the, the popularity or the staying power, Luke Cage is clearly checking the box, like uh-huh. we talked about last time, because of the you know the the, the Netflix series and what yep. have you. <sighs> then in the impenetrable skin, when we talk about actual fighting, as much as I love Belinda Bay, as much as I love the cavalry and the she who she's gone against and what she's faced and what she's overcome, she died for the love of God. Okay, mm-hmm. and came back. I, I I just I can't I cannot see her overpowered no Luke Cage. It's just not happening. It's just not happening. Yeah. Yeah. This is rather easy, even though it's supposed to be, you know, four to five, it's kind of supposed to be pick them. It's really not. um, Okay. So devil's advocate. All right. The Luke Cage series on Netflix was a big boost. People now know who he is or more mainstream know who he is, but it had what? One season, two seasons, two, two. Melinda May. Yeah. On the other hand, Shield was a that was a a network series. Seven seasons. Yeah. The seven seasons. Yes. She was a main player in all seven seasons. Yep, she was there from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And if you think of Shield, if you're not thinking about Coulson, you're thinking about Melinda. 
Well, actually, it's gonna go. It's gonna go fury. I guess that's true. That's yeah, true. I mean, technically, right? Is fury is it's a, actually it's gonna be a lot. Of, if you think if you think about shield in the traditional sense, it's gonna be a lot of people before them. Well, but yeah, it, I guess. I guess. The, that's but the again, problem. thinking about like the main the mainstream right now. Yeah, I still think it's gonna probably be Luke Cage for the sole okay. purpose of from the fandom perspective, like with yeah. Shield. People crapped on it in the first season. People were saying, "Why is this thing still happening?" There were a lot. There, I mean, my thought is that the the amount of Shield fans is is uh, is nowhere near the amount of Luke Cage fans. I could be wrong, but I don't I don't think I am. Yeah, that's the real big problem. And then the other piece that you got to think about here, just from the popularity perspective who are people going to be clamoring for to be ingratiated into the mcu make, make, you know, <laughs> i guess be that's Luke, true it's gonna be that is true. <laughs> yeah so yeah. Uh, yeah this one is like oh okay so yeah at least it's luke cage so my number four has got to go got to go through yep. so both our number ones and both our number fours have gone through yeah okay so we are we are engaging in a bit of chalk here yeah all right so now you're Six and you're six and three. You've got Sylvanas Windrunner mm-hmm. is your number six, and then you've mm-hmm. got the out uh, the instrument of destruction mm-hmm. <laughs> Kirby. Mm-hmm. Oh, the winner's Kirby. Oh, okay, okay. That, that was, <laughs> so that's just he just sucks all them right up. <laughs> all right, well, okay, that's that's that. I mean, yeah, I mean Kirby just. Um, okay, to give it to make to make it a little bit fair, because Sylvanas is such a huge, huge character in the World of Warcraft lore, as well as I mean, she's just a badass. <laughs> she's just a freaking badass. And and I need her to have her just desserts in this moment. Like, I think it would be uh, an interesting first half of of the fight. Like, I, I think the first half would be great, but then I think Kirby would just get bored and then suck everything up. And see, that's what I was just about to think and about to say is like, is Kirby, if, if, we, if, we, if we dissect the mind of Kirby, mm-hmm. would he, despite how infantile and Oh, no, I think he's he an absolute maniac. Exactly. Yeah. Like, who eats people to take their power? Like, he eats them. Same kind of people that touch people and take their power. No, no, she can tap you. He straight up like puts you in his mouth, sucks your power out of you, and then spits you back out. Yeah, that is kind of. And then it's like, "What's up?" (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Remember how you could do that? Well, now I can too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He is, and that's why I love him. That's why Kirby is is forever going to be one of my favorite characters. In so, all of video game history. Okay, so Kirby with the with the crushing that's, blow. That's, that's crushing, yeah. Uh, to Sylvanas Windrunner. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you know, my I mean, mine is I had because I had an upset because I had Wesker beating the Superior Spider Man in the first round. Mm-hmm. So Wesker is a, got a number eleven seed, the highest seed of the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. In our Sweet Sixteen, going against my beloved Carlos Sofen. Yeah. My number three, Moonstone. Yep. And much like you, a three and an 11, yeah, this is going to be an obliteration because yep. I don't care what, what Wesker has. I don't care that he can move with quickness. I don't care that he's got these the superhuman strength and speed. Guess what? Moonstone can phase through shit. Okay. So 
And, you know, she has the superhuman, you know, strength and speed, durability. And then she is, like I said before, she is a mind effort like nobody's business. She could sit there and just talk to Wesker and probably make him want to just question everything he's done with his life. Okay. And make him go away. So it's Moonstone. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of figured that was going to be a pretty easy rap kind of easy match for you. Yeah. I, I, oh, poor Wesker, but oh, well. He tried. Yeah, it, it just it's just not happening. It's not happening. He got further than anyone would have expected him to. Absolutely. He was the <laughs> highest seed in the Sweet 16. Yeah. What uh, not to be outdone. Well, what to be outdone, but almost outdone or tied. Your highest seed mm-hmm. is or lowest seed, actually, excuse me. Jeez. Is uh is Waluigi at number 10 versus <laughs> versus your number two Saitama. Gee, I wonder what's gonna happen here. Okay, so this one's gonna come down to what criteria is the most important. Because who would have win in a fight? Saitama. Done. Absolutely. Like, he's literally the one punch man. <laughs> but if we're talking about which character is more important in like the grand scheme of nerddom, Waluigi's got Saitama beat. Okay, now really, so hold on now. Okay, because the reason that I'm asking this is because mm-hmm. Waluigi, he is he is he is residue. He is residue from what do you from, mean? From, from from Wario. He's he's residue. Well, okay, we got an evil Mario, so we got Wario, so we got to have an evil Luigi, yeah. Waluigi. So he, we do. to say he's an afterthought is not the proper word, but again, he he is he is residue. Did you Whereas ever Saitama is, hop onto the internet and just look up like Waluigi? I have never had the desire <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I mean, I've known about Waluigi since the beginning, so but I've never had the desire to just randomly do a search on Bing or Google. I will tell you right now, I just typed in, why is Waluigi? The first answer or the first question is not in Smash. And then the second one is so popular. Jeez. How Waluigi became so damned popular in investigation. Why the internet loves Waluigi. (laughs) Ten reasons why he became the gaming something or other that I don't have because it's a much longer title than it should be. Um, How Luigi's tennis rival became a cult classic. (laughs) This is nonstop. Waluigi is Nintendo's cult hero. (laughs) Cult hero? Know your role. The greatness of Waluigi. See, I mean, this is what's probably, and I haven't gone I on a Nintendo rant in a while. This is Waluigi what's probably with Nintendo people. is bigger than Wario. Waluigi is bigger than fucking Luigi. <laughs> now, that's that's so sad. I mean, the man, Luigi. I mean, it fits with Luigi. Come on. Have you seen him? The man, had, what is he on? His third mansion? Yes. And, and it took him this long to get his third one. <laughs> But Waluigi doesn't even have his own game. And uh, and the internet is miffed. <laughs> this is this is horrible. So you're sitting here and you are we are actually going to entertain the idea mm-hmm. that Waluigi mm-hmm. is going to overtake Saitama. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you, if you went into a room full of nerds and you went, okay, how many people know who Saitama is? Without saying one punch man, if you just said Saitama, you'd get a you'd get a good handful of people. But if you said how many people know who Waluigi is, I bet you every damn hand in that room's gonna hand go up. Now hold on. <laughs> now, okay, me who is who is bad with names, 
I remembered the name Saitama practically immediately. And I've only seen the season, first season one time. And that was years ago when it first came out. And I remember the name Saitama without going online and the mm-hmm. internet, looking it up or any of that type of thing. So you're sitting here telling me that somebody who watched all of One Punch Man would not recall the name Saitama. No, I'm not saying that you wouldn't be able to recall it. I'm saying that for the most part, you're going to find more people that know who Waluigi is. Oh, just in general speaking. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I misinterpreted. All right, got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. So what are we saying here? That's the question. What is the most important uh, factor here? Cause, yeah, because Waluigi, it's clear that he's going to win power. in a fight. Saitama is going to win. Yeah. But as far as like staying power, as far as popularity, yeah. I mean, animes, there are a ton of them. And I think I think One Punch is going to stick around for a while. But Waluigi is going nowhere. Waluigi is for life. Waluigi is life. Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I did not expect this. I, I really thought this was just going to be just just this was going to be over in, in one punch. And that's, that's where this, this is, this is <laughs> <laughs> jokes, but this is the one where I, I saw the matchup and I thought to myself, Oh, easy. But then I thought about it again, looking at your criteria you sent out that's right. and I went, Oh crap. I, I think while we just check in, we, I think we had about four and four different things. While we just check in three of the four. Yeah. And then if Which we tack means, on yours, your extra that you wanted to slip in here about who would make the best mascot. Oh, Waluigi in a heartbeat. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, my God. I swear <laughs> if this damn lanky bastard wins this damn thing, I'm going to just lose my mind for 12 bucks. I hate to say it, but I think Waluigi's going to win this round. This is unbelievable. Waluigi, a number 10. You're number 10. Mm-hmm. Has 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 taken out Saitama, I think One so. Punch Man. But you made the rules. If we were just doing who would win in a fight, <laughs> yes. It just, but well, you added the the soft rules that we've also got to look at. Well, thankfully, I did because clearly One Punch Man would probably beat damn near everybody on the board. Exactly. That's why I put him in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you jerk. <laughs> so, you betcha. <laughs> okay. So my last last uh, matchup on my side. So mm-hmm. I have number two overall seed Vegeta, the Prince of All Saiyans, and then we've and got all the vegetables. You know, your disrespect is just not going to be tolerated. The leader of all the vegetables. You know. Anyway, against my number seven Storm. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, you've got somebody that's become a super become a super saiyan god versus a goddess. Hmm. Uh, this is difficult because when you think about popularity, both are both are I just the popularity is exponential for both of these both of these characters. I, I now granted Storm obviously has been around a lot longer than Vegeta, right? Um, but when we think about sheer popularity, and then I think the other problem is is that when we think about the last time that we've seen Storm in the form of media, media mm-hmm. she's sucked. Well, sucked and, and what sucked do you think about Rogue massively? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rogue has sucked massively, but but at least Rogue got to talk a lot in the, la- the last time she was in a movie. Yeah, but what the fuck was she saying? Bunch of bullshit. More than sugar, more than more than uh, the last person to play Storm, and to no fault of, of her own, but that 
that that whole Age of Apocalypse movie, or I'm mm-hmm. sorry, X Men Apocalypse. How dare I say Age of Apocalypse? I should be shamed and shunned. <laughs> X Men Apocalypse, even okay. though that wasn't her last appearance, that was pathetic. Yeah. Her in 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 Dark Phoenix getting beat up by some dude with with dreads that could I, I, that some magical dreadlocks. What are we doing? But Vegeta in that time has become a god. Vegeta has had a renaissance as Dragon Ball lore has stripped away and cast asunder Dragon Ball GT for it never to be seen or heard from again, only for them to continue the story and Vegeta taking his power to a whole other level. Yeah. That's the big issue I have. And then all you got to do, you know, in a fight, all you got to do is toss Vegeta a senshu beam and we're good to go. And then the other yeah, thing. Yeah, but is, we didn't say anything about like being allowed to have extras. Those aren't extras. That's that's his that's his world that he operates in. You just said someone has to toss him a bean. But I'm just saying all he has to do, he can take a sensu bean and he can be fine. Brittany, he can die and still fight. So it's like I mean, how I guess can, that's true. How can how can you how could you compete against that? I mean, by like, I don't know, being more badass. Brittany, the man can die and still fight to defend the, the earth. Ugh. How can you, how can I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to figure out how that could be, how that could be matched in the, in here. Now the, here, the deal that you got in comic books, the always, the struggle is, is that, you know, nobody's ever really dead in comics. I just, okay. So I'm going to be totally honest with you. I just don't want the vegetable moving forward, but I also <laughs> fully understand that he's going to win. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it, it, it's honestly, it's closer than you think, but it's the, the fact that, like I said, I mean, he's got that little bit of an edge because, and then the, I guess the, the decide factors, but what do they mean to you? So yeah. Vegeta is my, when you talk about a character and temperament and mindset and quotables, that dude is my cup of tea. I know. Storm I mean, is mine, but that's yeah, fine. This is your I, side. <laughs> I know, and I love and I love Storm. That's the problem. Like I said, she's one of the most powerful experts, but it's like, oh man, but Vegeta, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's 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 really yeah, I know, I have to. My number I two, know. I know, I don't want to, but I have to. My number two is gonna take over. So yeah. So now we've got our elite eight. So You've got your number one, your mind flayer against number four, your number four rogue. You've got your number three Kirby against number 10 Waluigi in the biggest upset that we mm-hmm. have had. Yep. This is huge. This is larger than my Wesker and Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Blows that off the map. Yeah. And then I've got my star scream at number one, Luke Cage at number four, Moonstone at number three, and Vegeta at number two. Yeah. This is interesting. This is going to be fascinating because now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. And now, see, now emotions are going to start to come into play now. Because <laughs> So remind me, because I know nothing about how this shit works. So they stay the same now. Like what we have in our yeah, elimination the la- rack bracket, they stay right, the same. Right. Because this is the, the way, I, as you can see in the first round, I restructured it the way it was supposed to look in order to go yes. to the next round. So, yeah, the way it's set now is the way it's supposed to be. Uh, okay. Moving forward, yeah, there's not going to cool. be any shuffling. Sweet. Yeah, that's right. This is going to be fascinating. I'm I'm really scared for <laughs> for my two versus three. I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Yeah, this is going to be fun. 
this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Wow. What, <laughs> what, what, what is wow? What, what is that? That's Waluigi's thing. Oh, Oh my God, Darian. Do you know the last time I actually heard Waluigi was in Mario Kart for, was he in Mario Kart for the week? I'm I'm literally just going to start sending you videos Um, of Waluigi now. I don't, I don't need (laughs) videos of Waluigi. He's going to be in your life for the next eh, seven days. Oh my God. It's like the ring, but for Waluigi. (laughs) Okay, the, oh, geez, so am I going to end up, you know, shriveled up in a closet, you know? <laughs> Maybe. He's going to he's gonna have his long, dark hair, and he's going to, like, flip it up and just go, wow. Okay, <laughs> well, you. if... It's going to be great. Well, if there's no episode next week, you know what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, so that is our, that is our Sweet 16. We are on to the Elite Eight. It is going to be a knockdown, drag out affair. Please, please, for the love of all that's good, let Waluigi get eliminated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so next week we will have our Elite Eight. So, Brittany, until then, why don't you tell these fine people where they can find us? Well, you can find us uh, on Instagram at Nerd Pastiche. You can find us on Twitter at Nerd Pastiche Pod. You can find Waluigi anywhere on the internet. You should totally look him out. Check him out. Look him up. Whatever. All of the things that you just said. Exactly. All of them combined. Do you want to add on, tack on an additional recommendation to just go to YouTube and watch random Waluigi videos? Wahoo. Does somebody have that in a word cloud online? How do you spell that? Uh, you know, that's a good question. How do you, how do you spell? How oh my, okay, you know you what? I shouldn't have, and I shouldn't Mom have asked. Luigi's catchphrase. And, and what does Wario say? I don't even remember. Oh, it's just W-A-H and then H-O. Wahoo. <laughs> oh, so there's no L on the end of that C. No. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I am rooting for Kirby next week. Kirby next week, so I I want him to just destroy Waluigi. Then wait a minute, so hold on. So if Kirby sucks up Waluigi, is he going to become lanky? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's well, that's... I don't know. What is Waluigi's power? Uh, yeah, is the question. Yeah, because like, if... what would he gain from Waluigi? Length, a killer mustache, a tennis racket? I don't know. I have to think about this. We'll have to find out next week. (laughs) Come back next week and we'll discuss. So until next time, there is no great genius without some touch of madness. Wahoo. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm sitting here. I know you're going someplace that's interesting and I'm just like literally diving down a Waluigi hole on the internet right now. I am being philosophical. I am quoting Aristotle and she is quoting Waluigi. I mean, yeah. The next (laughs) great philosopher. May God have mercy on our souls and good night. (laughs) Thanks, Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye-bye.